Hello and welcome to Get Into Flow, the podcast all about shifting your mindset to get out of your own way, get unstuck, and start living a life you can look back on with no regrets. I will empower you to take action to start inspiring change, and it starts right now. Thank you so much for joining. So happy to have you here with me. Sit tight and let's dive into today's topic together. Living unapologetically. It sounds cliche, but today I want to talk about how to actually make it happen because living unapologetically means that you're living from a place that is true to you. And in his book, Unapologetically You, Steve Maraboli said it right. There is nothing more rare nor more beautiful than a woman being unapologetically herself, comfortable in her perfect imperfection. To me, that is the true essence of beauty. So leading an unapologetic life sounds great, right? It's perhaps something that we're all seeking. It's the freedom to be yourself without any fear of judgment, nor to be perceived wrong. That's what we want. We don't want to have this judgment in our life. That's what weighs us down, that judgment. So being unapologetically you means that you're living your life in a way that is free, that is true to who you are, and you're not afraid of being judged. It lets you breathe. It lets you experience joy. It really just lets you be. But the problem is that sometimes the term unapologetic can come with negative connotations. There's a misinterpretation of someone who is unapologetic as being rude, selfish, or insensitive. Let's think about it for a second. If you're unapologetic and you're not afraid of being judged and you're just being yourself, you can fall into the category of just being too blunt or too honest. And if you're not afraid of what others think, maybe you're going to do things that could be considered selfish because you're only thinking of yourself or you're going to not take into consideration the feelings of others. That's the fine line that I want us to be aware of. But today I really want to set the record straight and I want to talk about living unapologetically as something positive because you can live unapologetically and be true and be free and speak your mind and speak your heart without crossing the line into being rude or just the fact that you are willing to be yourself in all scenarios. It doesn't mean that you're selfish. So I want to make sure that we see the difference between these two and look at unapologetically living as your true self, something that we want to experience, something that we want to strive to. So we can do that with respect and with compassion. For example, giving your honest opinion to someone that we see where the line can be blurred depending on how you deliver it. But delivering it with compassion, still saying what you feel and wanting the other person to hear your side of the story, it doesn't have to come off as rude or selfish. It could definitely be delivered in a very compassionate, understanding, appropriate way. So today, I want to give you five ways to live unapologetically, five things that you can do to integrate into your life, to get closer to feeling free, to living from your true self. Because we know that when we live from our true self, we're in flow. That energy is moving through us. We're really in a place where we can be our best selves. We can be authentic. We can be honest. And that's all we truly want. 
We don't want to pretend. We don't want to act our way through life. We don't want to be a character, a personage. We want to be someone who is true to who we are, who lives our best self, being aligned with our values and being aligned with everything that we believe in. And that coupled with living in your free, unapologetic state is a recipe for beauty, is a recipe for a happy, joyful life. So learning these things and learning to lead with respect and compassion will again allow yourself to align with your values and be comfortable and proud with the fact that you're being authentic, all the while respecting others and actually strengthening relationships. So sometimes we think, oh, I can't say my opinion because you know, it's different than that person's and what are they going to think of me? They're not going to be friends with me anymore, right? Very basic example, but if your opinion is different than your friends or your partners or your family members, you're afraid sometimes to say your point of view because you feel like it's going to put a wedge into the relationship. When in fact, if you're able to deliver that opinion with an honest, authentic approach that comes with compassion and respect and just an overall awareness that this is your opinion and you're not trying to convince someone of of it otherwise, that person will feel and be open to receiving your opinion and the relationship will actually be strengthened because you're able to be honest with each other. You're able to hear each other out through your differences, which is huge. Because it's not only through the similarities that we build and cultivate relationships, it's through the differences and it's through understanding and appreciating each other's differences that we're able to do that. That's just one example of helping yourself to live unapologetically speaking your truth. Like I mentioned, I have five to share with you today, and you can choose the ones that you resonate with the most. You can practice all of them, but I wanted to give you a variety so that you can see that there are different ways to live unapologetically. And really the goal that they all have in common is to allow you to be free, to allow you to be in that flow state that I speak about so often, because that's where your true essence lives. That's where you can be authentic, you can be proud of the person that you are, you can really just live your life in the moment and be yourself in every scenario. And that's really what we want and that's what brings happiness. So here we go, let's unpack them now. The first one, number one, say how you truly feel with integrity and compassion. So do we say how we truly feel all the time? Chances are no. Because we're afraid of other people's reactions, we're afraid of hurting, of judgment, so much fear, so much anticipation, so much projection, so much anxiety comes with blocking us or or it leads to us not being able to say how we truly feel. Now, here's where, like I was speaking about earlier, we can say how we truly feel and express ourselves authentically Even when it's difficult, it's the most important way to allow yourself to empower yourself to really say what's on your mind and your heart, but it can be done in a way that is gentle, that is compassionate, that is respectful. So it's having the courage to share your opinion or to say something that's difficult without hurting others. It's cultivating the confidence to really be able to be yourself. 
That sounds wonderful and dandy, but how can we put that into practice for real? So how about just trying the next time you feel like you are not comfortable enough to say how you feel because perhaps your opinion is different than everyone else in the room, that is an opportunity to voice your own truth. It's an invitation for you to practice using your voice, empowering yourself, and really telling yourself in this moment that, hey, my opinion matters. Even if it's different than everyone else's, that's okay. If I deliver it with an open, honest, compassionate nature, then I trust that the people in the room who I surround myself with will be open to receiving it. And maybe it's going to spark a healthy debate. And maybe it's going to spark curiosity. And maybe you're going to allow people to think or perceive things in a different way. And that's where growth happens. So not only are you empowering yourself to speak your truth, but maybe you're inspiring others to see a different side to the story or to broaden their perspective and their horizons. So that can actually bring a positive effect to those around you. And all we did was honor our truth and give ourselves the confidence and courage to speak up. So that could be a nice way to practice this one. And delivering it with, again, respect and compassion is key. On to number two. Be accountable for your actions. Take ownership of everything that you do. So people who hold themselves accountable for their actions, they're not putting the blame on others. So they show that they're responsible and honest to their own growth and evolution and their own mistakes in a sense. So often, if there's something that doesn't go our way, we're quick to put the blame on others. Oh, it's because he didn't do this, or that's because he didn't allow me, or she didn't allow me. You know, we're so quick to blame because we want to diffuse the responsibility to others because we don't want to take that on. But to live unapologetically means, hey, I made this decision and it was a bad decision and I'm going to take ownership for it and that's okay. I'm going to move on. Looking at this as an opportunity to learn and to grow is huge because you're honoring yourself, you're honoring the decisions that you made and the choices that you made, but you're willing to adapt and you're willing to say, hey, maybe next time I should do it this way or maybe next time it would be better if I went a different or if I had a different approach. And that again is an example of living unapologetically. So on to number three, let go of the guilt and regret that you feel by doing things that bring you joy. This is a huge one. I put myself in this category. Why do we feel guilty if we take time for ourselves? If we take a break, if we take a vacation? I'll tell you why. It's because we've been brought up and conditioned to believe that success and productivity is what drives us. And if we're not constantly busy and constantly doing something, then we're, we will fail or we're not contributing to the world. Oh my goodness, we need to let that go right now. We need to understand that in order to be successful, first off, success is subjective. Success is different for everybody. But 
it's not normal. It's not human to be constantly going and constantly productive. We need a break. We need to recharge. We need to do things that maybe don't fit into our work plan, but that fit into our play plan. We need to have a balance of work and play. We need to have a life that brings us joy and not only one that we're hustling and working hard for to pay our bills and whatnot. So we need to let go of the guilt and regret that comes with doing things for ourselves. So taking a day for yourself, going on vacation, spending an extra 20 minutes in the morning, just lying in bed, doing nothing, Hey, once in a while, that's okay. And that's needed. Our body needs time to recharge. Our mind needs time to calm, to re-energize. And these types of reset moments are okay. So we need to let go of the idea that taking a break is bad. Whoever decided that, by the way, I'm curious, but I'd like to speak to them because what have they set us up for? Let's reframe that. Let's shift that. Let's believe that instead taking breaks are needed. There are breaks in everything. There's a break in your in your job. You have a lunch break at school. You have a, a lunch break and a recess. Like There's a reason why breaks fit into our day-to-day life because we need time to shift our energy. We can't be focused on one thing constantly. And especially now in society, you know, we're running from one thing to the other, constantly driving forward, never taking the time to sit back and be like, whoa, let's breathe. And also sit back and say, hey, look what I did and appreciate those moments. Sometimes we feel that we don't deserve time for ourselves. We don't deserve to take a break. And if we take it, we feel bad that we're not doing something that we could be doing or should be doing, like working or cleaning or doing something more productive. You know what I say to that? I call bullshit. I call bullshit on all of it. I say take the time that you need to recharge. Take the time to sit with what just happened and appreciate the moment. That is living unapologetically. That is saying, I am going to take the time that I need because I honor myself and I deserve time to recharge. I deserve time to do things that make me happy. I work hard. I deserve to go on vacation. I deserve all the things in life that I feel are good for me. So Tell yourself that. Convince yourself of that. Prioritize and love your personal space. Prioritize and love yourself enough to take the time to take a break when you need it and not feel guilty about it and not feel like you have to apologize and justify and explain to others, hey, if you want to take a day off, do it. And do the things that you love that day, that bring you joy. That's going to bring the balance that is much needed and so lacking in everyone's lives today. We have an 80-20 or even a 90-10 work personal life balance that is not benefiting anyone. We work too hard and we don't allow ourselves to enjoy everything along the way. 
So taking the time and not feeling guilty and doing the things that you love and not regretting it is really what's going to help you find that balance and help you live from a place of truth and freedom that you're going to be proud of. And this is going to fuel you to do everything else better. It's going to bring you creativity to go back to work and then be like, hey, like I can actually do more of what I love or I can be more productive or creative because you took the break. So the way that I like to look at this also is fill your cup before you're able to give back to everybody else. We give back to so many people, especially mothers or people in position where you're helping others, you're working with others, you're constantly giving your energy outward. There are times that your cup is going to be empty and that cup needs to be refilled. So doing things that you love, that bring you joy, that, that recharge you, that relax you, this is how you fill your cup. And so we can't feel guilty about that. We should not. And I don't like using the word should, but I will in this case. Don't feel guilty or, or bad about taking the time to refill your cup. I mean, it's needed. It's needed for you to function, for you to be your best self. You need to put your self-care first. Don't be ashamed of the things that you do or living this unapologetic life. Don't be ashamed of just being true to you. It's actually applaudable. I encourage you to do more of the things that bring you joy. So take a moment now and think, what is one thing that you're going to do for yourself right now? Or maybe not right now, if you're in the car depending on where you're listening to me. But at least today, what is one thing that you're going to do for yourself and you're not going to allow yourself to feel guilty about it? Maybe it's treating yourself to a coffee or taking a walk at lunch or taking an extra little time at lunch if, it can permit, if your work can permit that. Uh, maybe it's taking 20 minutes for yourself at home uh, in your personal space. Maybe it's reading a chapter of a book. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's meditating. So many ideas. But find one that works for you and put it into practice right now. All right. On to number four. Set healthy boundaries. I talk about this one a lot. But it's because... To live unapologetically, it means that you're aware of your own energy and you honor when you need to set those healthy boundaries to protect yourself and to protect your energy. Again, we give and we give and we give. Uh, do we receive at the same level or do we have to find other ways to gain our energy back? So sometimes there are people who drain our energy, who drain us when we're in their presence or when we're trying to help them. There's just too much. There's an imbalance there. Living unapologetically means that you're aware of this imbalance and you are willing to set a healthy boundary to protect yourself and to actually strengthen the relationship that you have with that person. So let me generalize and say that setting healthy boundaries, you're not allowing others to take advantage of your kindness, your generosity, or your energy. You're able to say, my energy is sacred and I honor what I need in this moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. But again, it needs to be delivered in a compassionate way. So don't be like, I'm not talking to you anymore. You're draining my energy. You're cut off. I'm setting a boundary. Like, whoa, calm down, <laughs> right? So... 
It's all in the delivery. If you deliver it with compassion, or even you don't even have to explain sometimes, you just have to, for yourself, set a bit of a distance or a barrier between you and that person that's draining you so that you can recharge and then come back with love and compassion. Or say even, it's okay to say, I don't have the energy right now, or I'm not in the right space to have this conversation. Is it okay if we speak another time? Hey, that's delivered with respect and compassion, and it's honoring yourself and your being unapologetic in the sense of speaking your truth and saying what you need in that moment. And as soon as you start setting those boundaries, you will notice that you feel a sense of freedom. You're going to be able to breathe and live from a place of truth and in alignment with what you really want. And you're going to be proud of yourself for being able to honor what you need in the moment. Hope you're still with me. Hope that you're able to already see how you can apply these things into your life. And so the last one I have for you, number five on how to live unapologetically. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Don't be afraid to say no when it doesn't suit you. That little feeling in the pit of your stomach is there to guide you. If you are hesitating to say yes for anything, a situation in response to a person, if you're hesitating to say yes, then most likely it's a no. I'm going to repeat that. If you're hesitating to say yes, it's most likely a no. And honor that no. And say no. This is also advice for myself. Stop trying to find excuses for either case and stop trying to convince yourself otherwise because that's our head trip. We go back into our overanalyzing and thinking of like, oh, I don't really feel like going to this place or helping this person right now because I'm drained. But, you know, it's because, you know, it's, it's, the good, it's the best thing to do or, you know, it would be good for this reason or that. Like, no, stop having an internal dialogue and listen to your gut feeling. Listen to your heart. And if it's not a hell yes, I'm in and this sounds great, it's a hell no. So that is a key way to live unapologetically by leaning into the feeling that you have and honoring what you truly want to do. This one could be hard because we like to please and we like to say yes all the time, but that is a great way to drain your energy. That is a great way to drain your cup. It's not a healthy way to live by saying yes to everyone all the time. So you need to be aware of when it is okay to help and say yes and and contribute and give back. But you also need to be aware of when it's okay to say no and that it is okay to say no for your greater good, for your health, for your benefit. And that is, I think, by far the biggest way that you can live unapologetically by honoring your feelings and honoring your truth and saying no when it's a no. So how will you try these five ways to live unapologetically? Let me know which one resonated with you the most. Is there one that you feel you're already practicing? And if you are, wonderful. Is there one that you feel is very challenging and maybe, hint, hint, that's a good one to start with? Uh, What can you learn from this? How have you been holding yourself back? How have you been stifling your growth and not allowing yourself to live unapologetically? And what can you do to get yourself there today, right now? Right, right now, what can you do one thing to move towards living unapologetic, which means living true to yourself, being free, honoring yourself and your needs in the moment, 
protecting your energy, being worthy of greatness, being worthy of being yourself and bringing this beautiful, unique self that you are to everyone else in the world. Because you know what? We will benefit from you being yourself in every scenario. Thinking that you have to protect or limit or not shine as bright because someone else will be offended, uh uh-uh, let that go right now. You show up as your true self, you shine bright, and that will benefit everyone else around you. We will benefit from having you live authentically, unapologetically you in every sense of the word. So I invite you to do that starting now. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you received everything that you needed from today's episode. Now it's your turn to take action. Just one small step each day to change your habits and become the version of yourself that you've always wanted to be. So what will you focus on today? I always love to hear from you, so please feel free to leave a review. Let me know what kind of topics you'd like for me to discuss. Also, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll be the first to know when I release a new episode. Until next time, keep listening to your heart and following the path to living your best life.